0: Over here. Um, our, our learning, once again, should be as close for the Chayilim, for the khaylim, for, 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 and, for all, and for all of Am Yisrael. Um, and it, it fits, because this week we're talking about Bakashos in, in Tefila. So we spent, I guess, the last 15, 16, I don't know how many, how many installments it's been, um, um, of Shirim dancing around one Esrei talking about the sources of the tefillah and the makum tefillah and um, and the posture of davening and, I don't know, everything about it and how, how loud your voice is supposed to be. And now we're actually going to enter Shmona Esri itself and talk about what are we doing in Shmona Esri. And I want to start, not with the beginning, but with the middle, in terms of the bakashas. So as we, as we all know, Shemun Esri is divided roughly into three parts. There is Shavak, which is the first three brachos. Then you have, a bunch of, you have a lot of bakashas in the middle. And then you have the last three brachos that are called Hoda, even though only the middle one is Hoda. Ritzei and Simshalom seem to be phrased as a bakasha as well. And God willing, we'll get to explore that, it's, it's, we'll get to explore that, explore that at some point as well. What I want to do today is two things. And feel, feel free to chime in. Um, is number one, discuss the relationship between Shavak and bakasha. Um, why is Shavak before Bakasha? Why are why you in that order? Is there a primary one and is there a secondary one? And then focus on the Bakashos and try to figure out who are we dominating for? Who is the object of the Bakasha? Who do we want to get all this stuff? So the, the starting point for this discussion in terms of relations in Shabbat, Shavak, and Bakasha is, is uh, it's often, it's often the Rambam. Because the Rambam, in the beginning, the beginning of Hukul Tzvila, he's defining for us what is the mitzvah of Tzvila Mide Uresa. If you just look at the underlying parts. He says, "Elachiyuv mitzvazu karko." This is the the obligation of the mitzvah. adam miskanin A person should be miskanin and mispalo. What does the word miskanin, miskanin mean? <laughs> Sorry, beseech. <laughs> Why, the, if, between shadak <laughs> vakasha and hauda, which category does that seem to be? <laughs> it sounds more like vakasha, even though the Ramam has that as a first phrase. And then he says, "B'chol you should do this thing every day. And and then he goes. To, and then he's mefari, Then he details. Magit shivko shavashvaraku. First you say Shabakab Hashem. Rakhak Tsurakov and afterwards you ask the things you need. Shusarak lahvaakashov but tzkinah. Why the same word tzchina appears over here as it appears in the introduction. Vakak Musa Badaya Hashem afterwards you give Shabakam to Hashem, Al Tova Shishilo, you thank Hashem for the good stuff that Hashem that Hashem has given us. Which is interesting because how many people get responses to their tzfilos immediately? Like the moment you end Shma all of a sudden you're wiser, your pranasa is better than Kibaskolios. So, you're able to thank Hashem immediately for the amazing stuff Hashem just gave you. Um, If it happens to you, fantastic. If it doesn't, then we're going to have to uh, explore this line in the Rambam. What does it mean that you're (laughs) thanking Hashem for the Tovashi Shbielo? Well, we have Um, confidence. So, you have confidence. Yeah, We're with certainty that Hashem, yeah. will if, Hashem will respond to our If How many people do in with certainty that Hashem will respond to those tzfilahs? Well,
1: cannot get what they currently have. It could be under <laughs> good, good. It could be <laughs> a, it could, <laughs> Good, good. Could, <laughs> good. It could be, yes, good, good,
0: good. <laughs> good, 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 So this is the thing we'll have to explore. What is the hoda that we're doing immediately after bakashah? Is it for the bakashos that we just said, or is it in general things for, for our lives? Um, so here, the Rambam just gives you the three the three parts of tzvila: Shabbat bakashah, and then Shabbat hoda. But he seems to define the in his initial definition, Tfila is mischanin or misfaleel. Misfale is just it's a it's a tautology. It's defining tfila with the same exact word, so it doesn't really help us so much. But mischanin sounds something in the world of Bakasha. However, just to note, there does, there, there are shitos, there are there are commentaries in the Rambam that seem to foreground and highlight Shabach as the main part of Tfila. Just one example. Um is the Rabino Manoach on the Rambam. Rabbeinu Manoach was one of the earliest commentators on the Rambam. we were blessed to have his commentary on Sefer Ava. When you look at the Rambam source number two, the Rambam seems to say that you need more Kavana for the first bracha of Shemona Esrei than for any other bracha. Misha is pala, will keep in es libo, yaqsa is pala by If it's Ava, not kavana, you have to go back to the beginning. And keep in es libo, we saw this already a couple weeks ago. If you have kavana during the first bracha, you don't have to repeat Shemona Esrei. You only really need kavana in the first bracha. With this class, it's the it same kavana, rav or whatever it is. What is unique about the first bracha shemona esrei that it requires more kavana than the rest of shemona esrei? So if I ask you this question, what's unique about the first bracha? Uh, Sorry. The first. It's the first. Maybe it's maybe it's the first. And if you if you read the writings of, read the writings of Rev soloveitchik and the prima godem, they say it just happens to be the first. Well, you 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 start the process with a certain mindset, and that stam kavana carries its way through. If you look at Rabbeinu Manoach, though, again, this is one of the earliest commentators on the Ramon that we have, Rabbeinu Manoach doesn't highlight the fact that it's the first of the sequence. He highlights the fact that the themes of the first bracha are the main theme of tefillah. Tefillah is encapsulated in the first bracha of Shemona Esar. What does he say? Source number three. The kevin bracha when you have kapana in the first bracha of Avos, sheeshba, what is the content in the first bracha? Zecher elukuso yisarach, you're talking about God. Shumamsi si God created the world. And Hashem does good things to people that are tzaddikim. Note, what is the content in the first Barakash 1 esrei? It's all about God. God is God, is, God is the creator. If I ask you, what is the theme of the first Barakash 1 esrei? What would you say? So, yeah, it's the fact that I'm, we're from the Avos and we have a relationship to Hashem through the Avos. That's not what he focuses on. He focuses on the truths of God's existence. Then he goes, goes on to say, If you have Kabbalah in the first Barakash, even if you get confused afterwards, the lokivin libo, libo What is the ikar kol ha the first bracha? Because that teaches us things about Baruch Hu. It's shavach. The more we understand about Hashem, the more we are fully davening. So according to Rabbi No clearly what is the main part of davening? Shavach. You have to have more kavanah during shavach than you have to do, than, than you have the rest of it. According to Rabbi No according to this theory of tfila, what are we doing in Bakasha? If tefillah is mainly defined as giving Shevach to Hashem, so what are we doing in all the middle breakfasts from Shem we're davening for Das and Tshuva and Kibbutz Galios and Yerushalayim? You could just say it's a, second, it's a secondary part of tefillah. You're also supposed to ask them, ask them, ask them of Hashem. But there are, certain, there are, there are some of Hashem that are just so convinced, so set on the fact that Shevach is the, the definition I mean, of tefillah.
1: Looking
0: they're looking for more ways to give Shevach, exactly. And, and what is Bakasha, then? Bakasha. Bakasha. Recognize <laughs> your dependency. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, bakasha, it's bakasha really is Shevach. Because there's one thing to talk about God in the abstract. God is the God of the Avos. He's olam. He creates the world of mashkiach. But the, the real Shevach to Hashem, on a personal level, is that everything in my life I'm full, is from God, and I'm fully dependent on a God's miracle. So when I'm saying, Atachoni das. Really, what I'm saying that its phrase as a bakasha, the but really it's there to teach us that our das is really from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's really a backhanded way of doing shabbat to make it more personal. This is said by Rishonim already, but I just last week I came across this asamas. So I figured I'd I put it on. Asamas parshas matos. He says this. He says it in such a stark way. It says if it's no ekara vodasam, source number four. This is the main service of a person, Kabori Sparbaro Ulamitava, Mukon the Fakal Fi Mazalo, then in general God created the world that people people have what they need through mazalos through Tava. Avo Yusreel Triken Lahalus, Hakon I love Y Spark Lamala. Even though it seems like you get what you're having through through Tava, really everything is from a Karasparako, we have to recognise that. Sarkshire Ratsal the Kabo Matana Shamayim the Ka we have to understand that what we're getting is directly from Shamayim through the Kaura. And then, alas, now he now he's connected to our tefilos. So the isa What's it, what is proof that bakasha is not real bakasha? Let's say you have all the food you need. You have your you know, the smartest person in the world. You've done fully Danchuva, You have no slicha. It's motzi yom kippur. You fully, like, that's what everybody asks. Motzi yom kippur. You don't have any sins anymore. You, you still say slaclamad. So they say, oh you you, you probably spoke you probably davened for quickly and uh and marijuana sorry fit to torah whatever whatever it is. So what is this fashion is saying? No. There are things which you don't need, yet you still daven for them as a bakasha. Why? Look at the underlying part for a second, please. Ki ikar avoda shabulaid zutvila, who al who alch'een khasraba's the main aboda shabbaled even in bakashos is davening for things which you don't need. Kimasha Khasaro the Garmalum Because if you're missing something, you're davening for your own benefit. I need parasa, I'm davening for parasa. That is not the highest level of tefillah. What are we doing when we're doing these bakashas? The highest level of bakasha is when you have it already, and yet you're still davening for it. Why? Because it is a beer for the person. It helps clarify for me that everything I have is Rav HaKadosh and helps me connect the dots Back to Akadash Baruch for the, all the Shafat is my life. So what is this Pasemus doing? He's saying it looks like these things are bakashos, but really they're not. Really, and that's why you have to say, what, what question is, is, is the premise of it, of this piece? We say the same 13 bakashos every single day, no matter our life situation. If there was, if like, bakasha was really a bakasha, then presumably the, our life situation would, would determine which bakashos be, which we should say. It's in third person, also. Th- oh, go, go, go. It's about all of Am Yisrael. It's yeah, not sure go, go, go. So, so we'll get there in a second. We'll get... Go, go. 100%. 100%. It's like Achheit. It's like Achheit,
1: yeah. Like I mean... we're,
0: we're, we're confessing for all of Am Yisrael together. Good. So we'll, we'll get there in a second. But here we're saying it's not even bad if it's all of Am Yisrael. It, it's that these are the things which people need to survive and thrive in this world, physically and spiritually, materially and spiritually. And we have to recognize they're from Hashem, and that's why we're phrasing them as Shabbat. What's, what's a good proof that these things are really Shabbat and Avakasha? What is the chasima of every bracha? The chasima is Barach Hashem, das. b'tshuva. The chasima, which often defines a bracha, is really about a It's really a descriptive thing about a Kodesh It's not really about us. Here, we i to I wonder if in terms
1: of the discrepancy between the, the, the requirement for kavana, whether there might also be an element of the distinction between shabbat and Batasha. If I praise you, and I don't really mean it, <laughs> it's not really a praise. If I ask you for something and I don't really, I don't really mean it, it's not quite
0: as much of a of a chisar in the bakasha as it is in the Shav. Yeah. Right, yeah, I think there was, I think there was, I think there was, no, I'm correct, I'm correct if I'm wrong, it's like, it's like a zilzal of the shabbach. if you're, if you're doing it half-heartedly. It's like, it's a, you're really, you're supposed to be giving shabbach to Hashem. If you're doing it half-heartedly, that itself turns into a negative. It's either positive or negative, there's, there's nothing neutral about it. It's the whole concept of when Hashem gives somebody wealth, and then they're like, oh, look how well they have. And like, they forget that it comes from Hashem. Right. Right, so the, the, but this redefines for us what the bakashos are in Shmon Eser. And where do you get to make personal, where do you get to actually daven for what you need? In personal bakashos, as we've got along with this class in a future week, you could add them in, me'en kol bracha o bracha, you, you could add in names of, names of cholem, chas, shalom, nir, and shalom, and sh'ma kolenu, you could daven for any tzorok you need in in, a, in b'lashon yachid as an individual. But the, but the structure an essay that we have is, is supposed to be Shabbach. Who argues on this approach? Rabbi Slavethek. Salvechik all throughout his writings, says that the essence of Tvila is bakasha. The Ksvats says tefillah is not generated by human need. Salvechik says, no. Halacha recognizes the fact. We are human beings. We need things in this world. And we're supposed to ask them from a Kaddish Baruch. There are tons and tons and tons, 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 tons of quotes, quotes about this. But here's the one from Worship of the Heart. When we examine the formulation of the benedictions, we note that those who arranged the prayer extended the petitions while keeping the celebratory elements, rina, brief. In treaty, bakasha is the backbone of a vodah How does he know this? Quantitatively. How many barakos of Shabbat are there? Three. How many barakos of bakasha are there? There are thir- 13, according to, according, to, according to... 13, right? According to language, 13? 13, let's assume. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm very bad at math. Um, what I mistakenly recited the weekday prayer on Shabbat has fulfilled the obligation of prayer by the Abed. As long as you mention some, some, some mention of Shabbos, you could, dive in a, you could on Shabbos if you say the Bakashos, you also say Look at, at the top of the next page. There is no prayer without petition and supplication. Halakha opposed all those outlooks which derive from pantheistic mysticism and which aim to excise entreaty from prayer and to establish worship exclusively on the aesthetic, ecstatic basis of the hymn. What does that mean in proper English? He was against the shukus uh, or fujus. Or he was against, yeah, he's probably against that. He was, also <laughs> against, he was also against the fact that, people, that people, people are transformed. He writes about this explicitly in the beginning of, in Worship of the Heart, that he is very, very, he wants, he wants religion to be about real people. God is, Halakha is there for real people in their, in their problems, in their regular lives, and Halakha is supposed to guide a real person living in a real world with all their problems and deficiencies and feelings of futility to rise in levels of the of Hashem. Tefillah comes, comes from the perspective that you wake up in the morning and you need things. You just need things in this world. You feel insufficient. He says if you feel sufficient, you can't have them. Tefillah it, comes from a, from a point of Sarah, where you feel like you don't know what's going to happen to you over the course of a day. And therefore, bakasha is the backbone of tefillah. And, and he says, in he quotes in in the in the mystics, in the beginning of Worship of the Heart, the beginning of that book, it's he's like, what, what, what they're doing, he doesn't say it in exactly these terms, is somewhat of mental and linguistic gymnastics. It's phrased as a bakasha. They, the mystics say, bakasha doesn't make any sense. How can, you, how can you ask things of God? So really, they transform bakashos into Shabakh. But really, bakasha really is bakasha. You are asking things of Hashem from a place of need. Good. So Rav Salvechik is, is centering bakasha in a real sense, that we need things, we ask them from Hashem, as a center mm-hmm. of our tequila. Then, then we then have to figure out why is it so formalized? Why is Bilash and Rabin? All all these all these types of things. Let's let's do a little bit of a survey of Chazal. Now we have two approaches in the you, you, could, you, could, um, you, could make, you could bring this Machokas earlier as well. When we ask Hashem for certain things in Shemona Esrei, are we actually asking for it, or it is a pretend, it is a way of personalizing Shabbat and recognizing that whatever das we have comes from a Kaddish What's, let's, so let's go through the evidence. What do Chazal have to say about this topic? When Chazal discuss relationships in Shabbat and Bakash and Tefillah, um, what, what do they say? So I, I have here just three sources from Chazal. Let's go through them together, and we'll, we'll see which one is the Pashtos and which one is the um, – which which, where, where does the evidence fall? Let's try to call spades spades without, uh, without, without any preconceived notions, even though I have preconceived notions, so I apologize. Um, Sifrei. I grew up in Rav Slavicek, and this Masnavi came to me later in life. So, here's the here's the is very is very important. Also, Rav proofs so, are like you just read the Gemara. This is what it sounds like. Um, so, Sifrei devarim. One of the earliest sources we have with relation to Shabbat and, and is from this Medrash at, at the end of the end of the Torah. Fayomar, um, Fayomar. Moshe says, Hashem lamo. Moshe is there blessing to the people. One what of is, what is Moshe's blessings to the people is really a tefillah to Hashem that Am Yisrael, each shevet should live in a certain way. Maggad HaKasov, Shekishapasach Moshe, will pass up a tzorkam shal Yisrael tzkila. Anshapasach, Moshe, we know, is dominating to Hashem that each shevet should have what they need. Yechiru We give Yehivim sa'af v'espar. How does Moshe start? Hashem misinai He starts the vashadach. This is the model for Hashem on we start with descriptions of Hashem, we start with descriptions we, we transition from there to Bakasha. So from this we don't see anything, we just see the structure of our Shavah is modeled upon Moshe Rabinu. But look at the Mashal. One is it very specific, like the Shvatzimah, negative like of the, like the like- uh, Go, go, so, so the it's in, in his Sefer-based Tzvila, he goes through how the different lines of the Shavak that we have are parallel to the things we're going to be asking for in the Bakasha. And that's connected to each. Shape. It, it, no, no, he doesn't talk about the Shvatzim. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. It's something with inner Xmon and it's parallel. He doesn't connect it back to Moshe Rabbeinu, in terms of Moshe Rabbeinu's, the theme of Moshe Rabbeinu's fila. I think I saw once in the QTL office, he says that each. Each uh, bracha? A shape oh, it's it. fantastic. That's great. So he, and he explains it. That, 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 that's great. That's fantastic. The result said the different disposal fila that we have are each connected to different shavits. So I guess you have this theme of all values for labeling together. But look at this mashal for a second. Mashal, the leitzer, A Leitzer is a Greek word for a lawyer. in um, Alabama, there was a lawyer who was standing on a platform. And somebody hires a lawyer to advocate, to lobby for the for the client to the, per, to the, person, in the, per, to the person in authority. the lawyer doesn't start off by talking about what this, what what his client needs. He starts off talking, praising the king. Well, praises the world. The thing happy is the world that we have such a king. We have such a dying. He gets everybody to praise the king, praise the judge. And afterwards, the lawyer starts talking about the needs of his clients. And also, the, guy, the lawyer also ends off his speech. So the closing statement is also praising the judge, praising the jury. I see it's a very intelligent jury. I think, I've, I think in, uh, in, um, in courtroom TV shows, which I, which I used to watch, but I don't watch anymore. Sorry. Sometimes, maybe sometimes every once in a while, they, off the, lawyer, the, lawyer, the lawyer's closing statement also often starts with something about how intelligent and inquisitive of a jury um, he, is, he, is, he is arguing a case in, in front of. It's kind of like character building in an off. Yeah, I guess. Yes. Good. Exactly. So But, it, but in, in this, in this mashal, take, take the character building, what is the ikar? What is the lawyer hired to do? The pakasha. And he's, he's sandwiching it in Shabbat. Then look down. The, the, the matrix goes from Mushar, then David, and Shlomo. Look at the underlying parts. The beginning is Shabbat HaVashem. The beginning is Shabbat HaVashem. The beginning is Shabbat HaVashem. So the matur serum is something which we we'll have the bracket for now. What, what is that bracha? But clearly, it, the mashah over here, so to, a, to a lawyer, who's hired to advocate on behalf of a client, what is the ikar part of Shemona Eseret according to this midrash? It sounds pretty clear. It's, it's, it's a bakasha. Look at the Tosefta, Surah number 7. Yahu yehishol tzerafah of a What the hadam of the Tosefta? What should you do? And then what should be the, the be-all and end-all of your tefillah? Only ask. Only ask. Only bakasha. Um... Piresh what Shinemar, the Shmal arena So what is the have- of you know, the medresh? You should just do bakasha. That is, that, sorry, that is, that is, that is the that is the, that is the, that is the, that is the intuition. The tvila should just be bakasha. We have a Pasuk to tell us the arena rina is Shabbat, and then tvila is bakasha. So the rina, the Shabbat has to precede the bakasha. Again, it sounds like we're foregrounding, we're centering the bakasha as the main part of tzvila. Um, source number eight, another medrash. Another um, sorry, piece in the gemara. i Yuda. The olam al yishah adam tzvaka b'shalosh yishanos, b'shalosh Right, you shouldn't ask for your tzvaki in the first three and the last three brachos. Just in the middle brachos. Why? The am rabi kanina. We show knows domele evich masazur shabak ofni rabo. The first three brachos is like an evich that is praising his master the It is parallel to an Evid who's asking for a prize, asking for some type of benefit from his master. the last three buckles are as if you already received it and you are and you are saying goodbye. You're thanking you're thanking the master and you're saying goodbye. Again, in the, the Midrash doesn't, this the doesn't tell us which is the which is the most important, which is, which is which is which is which is of secondary importance. But why is this Evid going to his master? Presumably to ask for the favor. So this is not to say this is not to say that Rav you know, is right and is wrong. Obviously, there are different approaches to tefillah all throughout. But based on the halakhic Mikoros that we have in Talmud Bavli and the Mishnah and the Mit- Shilaka, um, Rav Soloveitchik seems to have more evidence on his side, and this is exactly what he says: that if you're working within a halakhic worldview, bakasha is foregrounded, bakasha is central, is centered, it is bakasha that is the that is the center part of tefillah. That's the way Chazal seem to describe it. Are you assuming that someone disagrees? Like everybody agrees, Bakasha is the main thing. But therefore, what? Meaning, the Rosh Hashem says, is the main thing because it, it it's like the proof of shema, right? right. But it, it is the main thing at the end of the day. You know that. Well, the question is, well, how far? How... What is Bakasha? And they're so says, kasha is getting what you want. And Rosh says, Bakasha is a function of how to get the. But you could say, well, You could say that. Just the, the extra level of jump doesn't have, as far as I'm aware, like textual evidence in Chazal. Meaning, the, the, the lawyer, the Chazal chose their mashalim. Mean, they chose their analogies and parables with great care. Um, the Rambam writes this, and so the lawyer mashal just, just jumps, jumps out at you. Like one is, the, the lawyer is not in a backhanded way praising the king. That's not the reason why he was hired. He was hired to advocate, to lobby. Just as fast as the Rambam says that the ikar is the Bakasha. The, bak- Ichav, no. the says the is the Bakasha, but Bakasha really is a form of shabbat. Really, the highest level of Bakasha yeah, I mean, is, grad is grad that up. you don't that is that you don't need anything. You're you're perfectly fine, and you're still daviding mm-hmm. to clarify to yourself that God is a source of uh, all the shabbat on your life. It's another form of shabbat. Well, it's gratitude as well. <laughs> Sorry? It's gratitude as well. It's gratitude as well, it's 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 as well. and it's also it's Shabbat and those other ram says go together. You can't you can't say that the lawyer case is. You're asking from the jury. So Hashem's the jury, and like, they're not that important. You just, you need to, that's, you're, that's how you're defining Hashem. You Hashem say. is the judge. He's a mellow. He's a Dayan. He's the one in charge. He's it's a figure of, of authority. It's the proper form of this, treating somebody. This is that, what, uh, this is the, this is really the limits, template. according yeah. to that approach. Really so, so, God. It's like so, just the guy gives you stuff. Not, you're not limiting. It's also, there are other I mean, aspects of we but this is Rav right. Salvation's point, that, that, um, that, and that, that we don't necessarily understand how these things work. This faz and the mukhabalim—they're very interested in understanding how could Tula work, how could Tzvi work. You know, it doesn't make any sense. How God knows everything? God is God is good. Whatever He's giving you should be should suffice. It must be it must be everything in shadow. So my is like chill out, forget about all the philosophy. You should build up. Just the Torah treats this in a certain way. We have to. We should accept the fact that Torah treats it in a certain way. And we don't have to, we don't have to understand the inner mechanisms. And God created us with deficiencies, with lackings, with the fact that we always that we need to call out to some higher power when little kids call out to their parents. Who do parents call out to? to um, and that's just that, that. That there's something beautiful and simplistic and almost childlike about that. But its center is bakasha as the middle, as a as a, as a primary part of tefillah with various and interesting nafkaminas, some of which, God willing, we'll see in a, in a couple of minutes. Uh, it's a what gives me rishus to say this is that our salvation in the beginning of Worship of the Heart and Himself, which was based on a series of lectures he gave in Revel in like, the 1950s or something. Like, he, um, he, he explicitly points out that the mystical approach to tefillah is somewhat different than what the simple read you would get from the, what he calls the halachic approach to tefillah. Um, and that's, he, he says, he's not saying one is right, one is wrong, but he's interested in what is the halachic approach to tefillah. That's where he builds up his, his worldview from. You know, and then we'll, we'll going.
1: I think perhaps we can pull the two a little bit closer together, because all the paradigms going from Osher Beno, from the uh, Swadavina, V'la, Shomalaf, makes it the Besamekdash, and the tefillah there. They're all one-time tilos. Right. They're not ate every day, three times a day, a certain number, you have a certain structure, you have a there, and so on. So you see, there's a bit of a development. The paradigms and the proper meatos, the things that people yeah, are the way you speak to somebody, the way you treat them, and the mushroom go later, is that you have to have proper meatos. They start at the shavuot, the bakash, and so on. But once it's been formalized, and it's connected to the korbanos, can I get the tamidim, can't get the korbanos, and, and so on, so it can take on another flavor. In other words, that perhaps uh, there's a concept of tila. And to feel primarily a turn to God, I need God. Anyway, how, when I turn to God, a so how should I turn to Him? So we learn that don't have you no know, chutzpah. <laughs> we start with the shabbat and there'll be answered by and so on and so forth. But once it's been formalized and given a certain number and connected to korbanos, perhaps be perhaps after the korban and so on and so forth. So we take on this additional flavor that takes on the kabbalistic elements and other elements that are not just about how do I ask for something. That's a so that I think you uh, right, can feel yes. it a little bit closer together and both flavors are kept as retaining that element of I turn to God if I need God and there's another element of that I mean Amisro connects together turns to God together thinks about each other perhaps islands of each other just, maybe, I'll say right. in a second yeah so
0: I think I think, I think I think what I'm saying is crap it doesn't have to be a binary it doesn't have to be a binary but I do think there is a primary meaning emphasis, emphasis in terms of what am I doing when I'm saying these vakashas I think that distinction that, that distinction does exist. And Solacek himself pointed out that distinction when he reads the Kabbalistic sources versus when he reads the, uh, the halakhic sources. Um, fantastic. What I want to do now for the next uh, 10, maybe 12, 13 minutes is assuming it's a real bakasha, assuming you're actually asking for something. Who are you asking for? For yourself, for your community, for your family, for Am Yisrael, for, for the world? What does the text of Tziva itself teach us? And what might be some halakhic ramifications of the answer, or, or the answer to, to that question. So, if you look at the, the Avodrah, source number nine, the Dram points out that the middle brachos of Shemonezeh seem to split. The first six brachos are about a person as an individual: Ladam Das, <laughs> Chuva, Guula, Rashi says the Re'ei is a is a is a more personal thing. It's not a it's not, it's not a global or a national thing. Then Parnasa. After the of Berakas Hashanim, after the bracha of Parnasa, we transition to what? Things that, things, that, things, that are, things that are national, things that are, that are more Ami oriented So it's pretty clear. The last six brachos in the middle section of Shimon Esrei are Ami oriented What about the first six brachos? When I am davening for Das, for Chuba, for Slicha, for Parnassah, for Rafua, who am I davening for? So if you just read the text of Shimon Esrei, as, as Josh pointed out, it's all Blush and wrapping and this comes from the Gemara. The Gemara in source number ten actually doesn't have this special monastery. It has it about feels there. Look at source number ten for a second. Might feel Why the text of Rakamim Right. This is our text of Tfil Derech Amar you always connect yourself to the so How should you say it? Everything is And even though Abayi says it's about Tfilas Darach, it's certainly true about Shmon Tfilas Darach is like a very, it's a very clearly a personalized and individualized thing. I'm the one traveling, and yet I still say it and Rabbin. And Chazal took this so seriously, that is Belash and Ravim, that they literally changed Sukkim to accommodate the need for Tila to be Belash and Rabin. Look at verse number 11. Yermio Anavi says, So who is Yermio talking about? Himself. And what did Chazal do? They did something which normally they're uncomfortable doing. They changed the language of a passage. Thank you. Um, in addition to not knowing math I don't, I don't, know, Hebrew, don't know Hebrew grammar um, so I try to daven from sitter sometimes but we're, we're, but we're to change the language of the Hasach to, to, to accommodate this need that Tefillah should be and Rabbin. Rabin and therefore what would you think who are we davening for? Am Yisrael it sounds like you're davening for Am Yisrael as a whole the Kuzari is probably the first person to say, to say this explicitly Again, now we're in the realm of a little bit of a pirusha, pirusha milim of but we'll get to some of the halachos, at least one, one a half kamina, in, in a couple of minutes. The Kuzari is describing, the Chacham and the Kuzari is describing a Jewish prayer to the king of the Khazars, and he goes through the entire process. You look at the, the first line, source number 12. The yamu the al Hakolos Kol Yisrael. You're supposed to dive in based on everything I said to, 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 I said to you previously, with the brachos that include the entire Jewish people. <laughs> because which are for you personally a a that's a voluntary you don't have to say those you can add those in but you have to say Shavach. after you are makadi shemayim. You daven for the entire Jewish people. So you spo- davening is for all of Am Yisrael. And he goes on to explain why the Chazal want to be, to be for all of Am Yisrael. Again, he's not Yech Kassidish; he's half halfway there because there is a, is, a, is, a, is, the, um, is often quoted by Rav by Sifra Chassidus, by the Maral, as a as somebody who's started developing some of, some of these ideas, he says, because if a Khazan would let it up to be to tf, for everybody to come up with their own shmanesrei, I would be dominating for something that's good for me, but my tefillah for me might have collateral damage, collateral, a, a collateral um, disbenefit, collateral damage for, what's the word? Disadvantage for somebody else. If I'm dominating to do well on a test and there's a certain number of people that are accepted to a program and you know other people are taking tests as well, I am for the, for the to worsen the situation of other people. Same thing, same thing with Parnassa. If there are a number of competitors within a city, and I'm davening for my own personal parnasa, mm-hmm. so I am davening for force that somebody else's parnasa should, should be hurt. And therefore, what a Chazal want, they want all of al to daven in the optimal way to not hurt other Jews, so everybody is davening for everybody. Zero some zero, It's not a zero. Yeah, yeah, every... I think I've heard Rabbi Rosner quote the Rev talking about how um, we don't make, we make bakashas, but we don't make demands. Yeah, good. That the Rav, Say something along the lines of, when I was in uh, in Germany before the war, right? Where where, where was he? In Germany. Yeah. In Germany before the war, you know, I, I thought that I should be demanding to Hashem that nothing happen. I stay here, but like there's a uh, there's a big picture that we have to just we have to the bakasha has to connect to in a in a way. One hundred percent, and yeah, and, and I think we saw way back when by around mm-hmm. Hanukkah time, we discussed We saw that in the contemporary world, the Lubavitcher Rebbe was one who towed the line the most in terms of how chutzpah, dek, how demanding. He said he had to be Toveya and dorish. Um And he walked it back a little bit sometimes, but the main line, we want Mashiach now. You can't see our you know, organizing its fila around that phrase. We want Mashiach now. Imagine if your kid said something like, we want candy now. We want this now. You would have to educate them. That's not the way you talk. But
1: in but, the same way that the Lubavitcher Rebbe was able to say that because everybody is mutually beneficial. Yes, good, good, good. You, I would think maybe, maybe, good. that when you're davening for parnasa, Hashem is call. He could do everything. So yeah. why should my davening for more parnasa or shalom bias detract from somebody else's parnasa? Hashem not, could he, just make
0: more parnasa. Good. He's not, is not saying it has to. He's saying that in some situations, if, if a force does, Hashem works within the world of Tava. Meaning if you have two competitors and I'm davening for my personal parnasa and it's the Vlashon yachid, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt my competitor. Mm-hmm. If my competitor is a Jew, it's gonna hurt another Jew. Um, but yeah, but one of the one of the criteria for when you're allowed to daven, belasho, and tefiya, t- vadrisha, is only if you're explicitly davening for the benefit of all of Am Yisrael. You can't do it for yourself. You could not, as as a representative of Am Yisrael. You're allowed to daven, belasho, and shal tefiya, shalt- t- vadrisha. And what does Am Yisrael need need more than Mashiach? This approach to tefillah is highlighted, I think, very, very much so, by the, in the in the Dati Lumi community. Rav Shlomoh has a sefer on tefillah called Tzamar Nafshi. He has a he has a whole parak about this topic. That tefillah is for, is for Am Yisrael. Look, it's a source number thirteen. Rav Men says Tovla says it's not good to have tefillah. Kediv legashes the Good, give stock up for the evening so you can have Simcha Shal mitzvah. The Oh the Shahabal of Makkish you should you get staka to have a. To have, to, you you shave Rakmanas on any, on you. For should When you get staka, you're also supposed to think about She Why? That's all the reason says. You're supposed to be micalbo upon yourself. What's the logic? What's the spara? The reason doesn't, doesn't explain. What does Rabbi Muhammad say? Because you want to connect to all of Am Yisrael for davening, because you are davening on behalf of all of Am Yisrael, because tefillah is always Belashon Rabin. Fantastic. Good. Hold off. Hold this thought, we'll get to an afkamina in, in a couple of minutes. However, if you look at some of the Rishonim, at least, it seems like they thought that even though tefillah is Belashon Rabin, fundamentally speaking, you're still davening for yourself. Look at Rashi for a second, source number 14. The, the, the Gemara says that you're supposed to daven Belashon Rabin. According to Rav according to the Kuzari, what's the explanation? you are davening for all of Israel. Look what Rashi says. What is Rashi? What is Rashi getting at? Why it's should you daven for Sorry, it's like davening a minion. like, like Wait, did, exactly. exactly. But who are you davening for? Yourself. It sounds like davening for yourself.
1: Um you to He's to look at you individually.
0: Okay. See, the Exactly, exactly. About, right. Baya, good. Have to, good, good, good. so? is uh, talking about Maybe Shmanesri is different. Look well, at source number 17, the Prima Gaza. Like one of the you know, one of the classic This is in exact and horse He goes through how how Bakasha is the main, you know, is one of the central central parts of oneess, right? So this number 17, that's say you, you don't need Parnassah. So according to this Fasemis, why do you have to d'ab if you don't need Parnassah? Because it's all Shabbat, really. What does he say? And, and, and sorry, if you ask Rabbi Muhammad, why do I have to da'aven for Parnassah if I don't need Parnassah, what would the response be? Because other people in Amish uh, uh, don't still need Parnassah. I'm da'avening for other Jews. What does he say? The I'm da'avening for the future, that Hashem shouldn't withhold it from me in the future. Everybody does time. Every chataim. second. Right. You, can, take for... you can't take anything for granted. It's a very beautiful idea. But if he's working within the paradigm of the Kuzari and Rav Mlamid, you, you wouldn't have to come onto these answers. You, you would just say, is Blush on Rabbim, and you have to do for things you don't need because you're dominating for all of Am Yisrael. So fundamentally speaking, what, what seems to emerge from the pre-Megadim, what seems to emerge from Rashi, is that, it's, again, obviously it's Blush and Robin, and there is an element not Rabim for, for other Jews. And the last six Barakos of, of the Bakashos are explicitly about national things. But on a certain level, Tzvila really is about me and my personal life within the context of, of the Rabim, in the context of Ami Yisrael. And we'll see some of you know, God willing, next week, if, if we do this topic, about how much are you allowed to add in personal Bakashos into the middle Barakos of the Monastery? Just one before we before we conclude, just one potential nakamina of the of um of who is the subject or the object of the object I guess of my of uh, my in the, middle, in the middle of Parashat is it me within the context of Am Yisrael or is it directly all of Am Yisrael? Um, so most of the tefilos in the middle of Parashat are constant. We see them the, say them. the same tzvila three times a day. But one of the segulos that we just finished learning here here in the Kolo is um is the segulah of the same Talmud of the bracha. So we know that during the rainy season, you're supposed to add on the same Talamats of the In our Israel, if we do what's very intuitive, what the Mishnah says, we say the same Talamats of the during the rainy season. Which really, is supposed to start right after the circus. We push it off two weeks to let the, the old rego get back home to Nahar Paras. But fundamentally speaking, it, our saying the St. Talamats actually corresponds to the rainy season. What do they do in Bavel? The Gemara says... They, they they started sixty days after the equinox, sixty days, 60 days after 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 the Tkufa, because Bavel was low land and it was it was already wet, they didn't need rain until later in the rainy season, and therefore they started later. They started sixty days after the equinox. Good. So Israel, and Bavel are taken care of by the Gemara. What happens once Jews migrate to Western Europe? And the Rush tells us, maybe you could Google this also, I'm not sure, but I I just read the rush that in, in Western Europe, they need a lot more rain. They need the rain to start um, earlier than 60 days after Tukhul, or earlier or earlier than December 4th. And even more importantly, they need rain after Pesach, because the major wheat harvest is the wheat that gets grown during the springtime and gets harvested in the early summer. So the Rash was like, why are we following Babel? Why are we saying St. Mazar from December 4th, or back then it was a different date, for 68 days after the equinox, whatever we would say, November 23rd, until Pesach, it doesn't correspond to our need for rain. Look at source number 19. and The Rush says he spent his entire life traveling Europe, every community he went to, trying to get them to change the enough. He says he wasn't successful, and he ended up agreeing with everybody else because he didn't want to be the only one davening St. Alamatar at the wrong time. But he says, fundamentally speaking, he feels like he should, in, in, in uh, Western Europe, in, in France and Spain, we should be saying the Saint Talamatar after Pesach. Right, because if we believe in the power of Tvila, then we should daven when we need it. it Good. Look at source number nineteen. Zachovir exactly says, Avad Daven hat but This is uh, this fila for that dependent is time dependent and community dependent. And it's not like we're changing the Torah. We should follow the different years, the places, and the, and the time that we need. The Bavel Shochenas Al Mayim Rabban. Bavel is a very wet land. There's certain areas of Bavel. Oyel Shtikin Keshamim Matzameh Kutzufa. Oyel Sman Zera Muhar BeBavel. Over there it's Ashkenaz, but in Germany, in France, Shesman Hazera Hu Michanti Tishrei VeElach. That we start planting early. It's, we need rain earlier, we need rain later, we should be dominating for rain when we need it. The Rush himself says he was unsuccessful in his campaign to change the Minog. Communities around the world still said the same Talmud, even from December 4th until, um, until Pesach, so much so that when Jews move to the Southern Hemisphere, even though there everything is backwards, they are dominating for rain, during the rainy season of the northern hemisphere. And there, there, there are some post that disagree. The Shefet Alevi says you should havin for rain when you need it. Havin for rain during your winter time, which is our summer time. Is the so the Queen in Argentina, apparently, follows the Shefet Alivi. They, 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 they say 15 Telemats are in the middle of, like, July and August. But the standard line among the post from the earliest post of Al-Wabed, Adi is that you should basically follow the, the, the rainy seasons in Eretz-Israel and Babel, which makes absolutely no sense. So why in the southern hemisphere, in Australia, are they havin for rain, from December 4th until Pesach. You look at Rav Kook. Rav Kook writes as follows. Source number 20. It says, Rav Kook was asked this question, I'm forgetting by which, by which Jewish community. And this is one of, which, one of his responses. Yes. It's a, <laughs> I guess so. He doesn't say that in the Tshuba, <laughs> but I guess there's I guess a subtext there. Yes. Rav Kook davar, the um, yeah. <laughs> rush wasn't accepted. We daven for rain based on our and Babel. Even if in Australia, and France, Germany, and England, they need rain later, it doesn't matter. We follow, we follow the rainy seasons of Eretz and Baba. Even though it doesn't make any sense based on the, based on the climate of that area. But the Gemara says, Out, these communities have a status of Yechidim. Here's the key It's the third line down. This is what it seems like the reason is. The Eretz the Olam the Jewish community in Eretz is always defined as a Rabbim, as the center Jewish community. That for certain, there are certain things the Jews living in Eretz are defined as the Jewish nation. The majority of Jews during the times of the Gemara lived in Babel. They had the status of the nation of the Jewish people. So we follow where the Jewish majority of the Jews were during Tkufas and Mishnah of Talmud. Eretz Israel had a small Jewish community, but Jews in Eretz Israel defined as Tequila, as Kal Yisrael. Jews in Bavel, they were the majority of the Jewish people. And maybe if the majority of Jews moved to Australia, Then we will be davening based on the Australian climate. What do you see from Rav Cook? Why do we not follow the rush? Why are Jews in America and Germany and and France and Australia davening based on the rainy seasons of Eretz Israel and Babel? Who are you actually davening for? I'm Israel. Davening for where the majority of the Jewish people are or were when the Takana was made. What's, What's the logic of the rush? What is the rush saying? We're living in Germany. Let's daven for our community. I'm a farmer. I need rain right now. Let me daven for rain. And the, and the, the mincha Olam, and the Rush Shetra was rejected, the Rush says the mincha Olam continues to be that you could have in foray, but in Shema Koleinu. It's a personal, private prayer. You can't do it in the actual Bracha of brakas Hashanim, or, or, or corner of Cook. Why? Because the middle Bracha of Shema even if they're about Kashos, they're not about you, they're about Am Yisrael. Am Yisrael is centered in Narod Yisrael, Tzkufas at Talmud, Am Yisrael was centered in Babel. Those are the seasons we follow. So every time a Jew living in Chutzlar, a Jew living in America, a Jew living in Australia, a or to St. Talmatar, what are they reaffirming? They're not really davening for themselves. They're davening for Lush and Rabin, they're for Am Israel And Am Yisrael was centered in Narek Israel, and uh, Am Yisrael back then was centered in Babel. If we get a new Sanhedrin, they'll probably change that, because there are, no, there, are no Jews, there are no Jews in Babel anymore. But at least we should be thinking in the back of our minds that we're davening for Am Yisrael, which is, cent- which is centered in Narek Israel and used to be centered in Babel. So, this is possibly one nachkamina in terms of who is the object of these middle barakos of Just to summarize, we see that the, there's Shabak and there's Bakasha. There are some Rishonim, some of our that, that centered Shabakh as the main part of Tzfila. Bakashos are sort of re understood as forms of Shabak. There, there are other Shitos that center Bakasha. You really are asking for something which you need from a Kaddish baraku. Um, and yes, there is a belief that Hashem, could, could, Hashem will provide, but the center is the, the, the driving force is the actual need. Assuming the driving force is the actual need, who am I davening for? Either all of Am Yisrael, davening for myself, different, different approaches, and one nafkamina, and it seems like Am Yisrael has decided against the rush that we're davening for Amisrael, we're not davening for, not davening for ourselves. Thank you so much, and uh, God willing, we'll continue, we'll continue next week.